Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let somebody shout hallelujah. If you know that tonight is your night, shout hallelujah. I want to thank God for every one of us who has called in tonight. And I'm believing God that tonight God will visit with us. Tonight is a miracle night. It's a night of total recovery. I want everybody to say after me, total recovery. Tonight, you will recover all in the name of Jesus. By the power in the name of Jesus, I declare into your life, tonight you will recover all in the name of Jesus. I want us to lift up our voice tonight. Let's begin to worship the name of the Lord. Let us exhort him. I'm already excited. Because God is here tonight. God is here tonight. He's here to answer every of our prayers. Let's begin to worship him. Let's begin to exalt his holy name. He's the king of kings. He's the lord of lords. Ancient of days, we worship you. We magnify your name for what you did in our midst. Last month when we gathered together like this. Father, we say be glorified. Father, we say be exalted in the name of Jesus. Glory and honor be unto your name. El Shaddai, we worship you. King of kings, we exalt your name. We magnify your name, O God. Blessed be your name. We thank you for divine visitation that we are going to experience tonight. We thank you because tonight has been tagged the night of total recovery. Father, we say be glorified. Father, we say be exalted. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worshiped. I want us to go before God tonight to go and ask for his mercy. We are going to cry unto him and say, Father, Lord, I'm here again tonight. Have mercy upon me. Answer me by your mercy tonight. Answer me by your mercy tonight. In the name of Jesus, let's begin to cry for mercy. Lord, we are here again tonight. Have mercy upon us. In the name of Jesus, have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us. Lakata yadagaba. Leke poto ligaba, masuta likapa, ekete ligaba. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worship. I'm very sorry for those of us on the Zoom. I was just being made to, to realize that there was no audio, but can you hear me now? Everybody on the Zoom, if you can hear me, can you shout hallelujah? Let somebody shout hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you. I can hear you. You can hear me. We are now connected. The devil is a liar. Tonight, nothing will stop our blessing. In the name of Jesus. I said nothing will stop our blessing. In the name of Jesus. I want us to lift up our voice again to go and ask for the mercy of the Lord. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, tonight, answer me by your mercy. Answer me by your mercy tonight. In the name of Jesus. Over every case I brought here tonight, let there be an answer of peace by your mercy, O God. In the name of Jesus, 
Answer us by your mercy tonight. We cry unto you for mercy. Father Lord, as we call upon you tonight, answer us by your mercy. Answer us by your mercy. Answer us by your mercy. In the name of Jesus, we pray that tonight you will answer us by your mercy. You will do the impossible by your mercy. In the name of Jesus, you will touch every life. You will touch every family represented on this prayer line by your mercy. In the name of Jesus, Lord, by your mercy, do signs and wonders here tonight. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, O oh God, let the windows of heaven be open upon us. In the name of Jesus, let there be miracles. Let there be signs and wonders tonight. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I, I want us to cry unto God. And what we want to do is we want to tell God to focus his attention on us. One thing I've discovered is that anytime I pray this prayer we're about to pray, I always see the power of God in a different way. Because this was what uh, blind Bartimaeus, this was what helped him to get the attention of Jesus. The Bible says in Mark chapter 10, blind Bartimaeus keep crying unto Jesus until when Jesus had him. And tonight we want to cry unto God that he will focus his attention on us. You know, for the next one hour, 30 minutes that we are going to spend together, I want us to pray and say, Father, focus your attention on us. Can you imagine if God can just focus 10 minutes on us tonight? Just for 10 minutes, God hanging out with us? I mean, hanging out with us? Can you imagine the possibilities that we are going to experience tonight? But we want to book for one hour, 30 minutes. We want to book for one hour, 30 minutes. We want to tell God tonight to focus his attention on us. And I want to tell you tonight that you have to be ready. Because every minute can't tonight. Every second can't. That's why you cannot joke. Because as soon as God focuses his attention on us, every prayer that we pray tonight will receive an answer. In the name of Jesus. So we are going to crown to God and say, Father, tonight, focus your attention on us. In the name of Jesus, focus your attention on us. Focus your attention on my family. Focus your attention on my case tonight. In the name of Jesus, I want you to pray. I want you to pray. Cry unto God. Tell God to focus his attention on your family. God can focus his attention on your children tonight. God can focus his attention on your ministry tonight. God can focus his attention on your family tonight. I open your mouth. Open your mouth. Lord, tonight, focus your attention on us. In the name of Jesus, focus your attention on this prayer line tonight. Let every prayers that will be offered receive an immediate answer. In the name of Jesus, focus your power on us tonight. Focus your mercy on us tonight. Focus your favor on us tonight. In the name of Jesus, we want to experience your power. We want to see your glory. Come down and manifest yourself tonight. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. I want us to sing this song. Come down mighty Jesus. Come down. We are waiting for you. Come down. Hallelujah. Come down mighty Jesus. Come down. 
We are waiting for you. Come down. Come down, mighty Jesus. Come down. We are waiting for you. Come down, hallelujah. Come down, mighty Jesus. Come down. We are waiting for you. Come down. Tonight, the Lord will visit you. I said tonight that you are going to receive divine visitation. That power that says you will not go. Tonight, God will remove them in the name of Jesus. That enemy that says you will not prosper. Tonight, God will deal with them in the name of Jesus. I want us to pray unto God and say, Father, every power that is not of God, every oppression from the kingdom of darkness against our meeting of tonight, let your fire scatter them. Scatter them by your fire. Scatter them by your fire. Every gathering together from the pit of hell against the prayer of tonight, against our blessing of tonight, I want us to cry unto God. Let's begin to use our authority and say, Father, scatter them by fire in the name of Jesus. Scatter them, scatter them, scatter them, scatter them. Mayakata likepo. Every oppression from the kingdom of darkness, we stop it by the power in the name of Jesus. We take authority tonight over the heavens. We take authority tonight over the air. We take authority tonight over the land, over the waters. Father, we pray any kingdom of darkness that may be gathering together because of our prayer tonight, let your fire scatter them in the name of Jesus. We challenge every power that stands on God tonight. By the power in the name of Jesus, we command them to be arrested. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Tonight, God will answer you. Nothing will stop your prayers. I said nothing will hinder your prayer. I want us to cry unto God and say, Father, let my heavens be open tonight. Do you know it's possible for a crowd of people to gather around Jesus and only few will have their heavens open? On the day that Jesus healed that blind Bartimaeus in Mark chapter 10, if you read from verse 46 to 52, the Bible said there were crowd, there were multitude following Jesus. But Jesus only attended to blind Bartimaeus. If I was to be in that meeting, when blind Bartimaeus received his healing, I would have cried as well and said, Jesus, I'm here again. There's somebody calling from you. There's somebody calling for you. But the Bible makes us to understand that as soon as blind Bartimaeus was healed, blind Bartimaeus followed Jesus on the way. But I want to know, I want to believe that among the crowd that were following Jesus, there were still some people that were still sick. There were still some people that were still blind. But only blind Bartimaeus cried. Because, and, why, and the reason why Jesus attended to him was because his heaven was opened. I want you to cry unto God tonight and say, Father, tonight, let my heavens be opened. In the name of Jesus, let my heavens be opened. Rend my heaven tonight. Rend my heaven tonight. Open the heavens over my life. Open the heavens. Open the heavens. Open the heavens. I want you to cry on tonight. Cry tonight. Because tonight is a night of prayer.
Tonight is a night of signs. Tonight is a night of miracle. And you cannot afford to waste any time. I want you to crown together and say, Father... Open the heavens over me tonight. In the name of Jesus, let the heavens be opened over me. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Uh, just before we continue, I want to give us some instruction. You know, when we ask us to pray, you know, we should make sure we are calling the name of Jesus louder. Because there's no room for sleep tonight. We are going to walk it through tonight together. I'm not going to be doing it alone. We are doing it together tonight. So when we say in the name of Jesus, make sure you are also saying in the name of Jesus. When we say hallelujah, make sure you shout hallelujah. When we ask us to stand up, let's make sure we stand up. When we ask us to move, let's make sure we move. Because tonight we are not going to miss our blessing in the name of Jesus. Very quickly, we are going to go into the word of God. And then we go into prayer. I will just exhort us, uh, maybe for like 10, 15 minutes. And what I want to show to us is what we are going to pray about. And then we'll continue with our prayer. But please make sure you are writing. Make sure you have your notes, your pen. And make sure you are opening your Bible. You know, one thing I've discovered is that when we are under the umbrella of a message like this, if we are also involved, we get more blessed. If we are involved with, like that is, when we are asked to open our Bible, if we open our Bible, you know, it, we, we get more blessed. And I pray tonight, none of our blessing will be missing the name of Jesus. Very quickly, I want us to open our Bible to the book of Mark chapter 8. Mark chapter 8. <laughs> we want to consider something very strange tonight. And some of the things we are going to be discussing, you know, they are spiritual in-depth. They are, they are insight you know, that we are going to discuss, we are going to unfold some insight that some of us, maybe we, we might have known about it before, but for some of us, this might be new insight that we are going to unveil tonight. I want us to open our Bible to the book of Mark chapter 8, and we are going to be reading from verse 22 to 25. Mark chapter 8, from verse 22 to 25, and I read, Then he came to Bethsaida, and they brought a blind man to him and begged him to touch him. So he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the town. I want you to follow me. And when he had spit on his eyes and put his hand on him, he asked him if he saw anything. And he looked up and said, I see men. Like trees walking. Then he put out his hand on his eyes again and made him look up. And he was restored. I declare tonight somebody will be restored in the name of Jesus. And saw everyone clearly. Then he sent him away to his house saying, neither go into the town. <laughs> not tell anyone in the town. Tonight, by the grace of God, what we want to do is we want to pray for what I've titled Total Recovery After the Second Touch. <laughs> Total Recovery After the Second Touch. 
Maybe some of us we have been touched in the past when we organize this kind of meeting, maybe sometimes in September. Maybe we receive our thoughts sometimes in October. But again, we are here again for another touch. And tonight, you will receive your second touch. In the name of Jesus. Over that situation, you will receive your second touch. In the mighty name of Jesus. This miracle that Jesus performed is a very unique miracle. And only Mark actually recorded this account in his gospel. The other books... The other gospel books did not record this incident because it is a very unique one. And I want to take us through the journey to see what happened to this man and why will Jesus lead and why will Jesus lead the man out of Bethsaida before he performed the miracle. If you don't forget, if you, if you are if you are a student of the Bible, if you go to John chapter 5, John chapter 5, if you are reading from verse 1. This was not the first time Jesus will perform a notable miracle like that in the Bible. In John chapter 5, if you are reading from verse 1, the Bible says there was a pool at Bethsaida where multitude of invalid people, multitude of sick people were being gathered together. And once in a year, an angel of God always come down to trouble the pool. And the Bible says Jesus came there. That pool was located in Bethsaida. But when Jesus healed the man in, Beth, the man in John chapter 5, Jesus healed him while in Bethsaida. He didn't take him outside of Bethsaida. But why will Jesus take this blind man outside of Bethsaida to go and heal him? And Jesus warned him again and said, Young man, you have been healed. You have, your, your sight has been restored, but don't go back to that town. And don't share this testimony with anybody from that town. <laughs> you know, that, that, that is, this is something that, you know, as a student of the Bible, this is stuff that when I read it, I, I want to sit down for the next three hours and begin to open scriptures upon scriptures and begin to ask questions. From God and from his spirit. And say, so why? What is happening here, Jesus? Why, why, why taking a different path? And one thing I want us to know is this. When it comes to miracles, Jesus doesn't go by one way. It's not a one-way traffic miracle worker. He can apply different methods. But in this case, it was a unique case. Because Jesus said, this man, for you to be healed, I need to take you out. Now, the Bible says, I want to go back to verse 22. The Bible says, while Jesus came to Bethsaida, they brought a blind man to him. It was people that brought this blind man to Jesus. And this is where I want us to listen carefully, because if you don't listen to me carefully tonight, you may miss some point. Although we are recording this, but I want you to listen carefully so that you don't miss any point. The Bible said, some people brought this blind man to Jesus. And they, they, they begged Jesus in verse 22. They said, please, we are begging you, touch this man. Because we have seen that through your touch, you have healed many people. We have seen that, you have, that through your touch, you have healed many people. Touch this man as well, because he's blind. <laughs> now, one thing that surprised me is that the people that brought him to Jesus, 
the people that we could consider as the helper of destiny of this man, where were they? Because one thing about, I mean, if I was to be Jesus, those people that brought him to me, after the man was healed, I would have told the man and said, okay, people that brought you to, for healing, please call them and ask them to come and get you. Call them so that they can come and celebrate with you. Call them so that they can come and rejoice with you. But Jesus told this man, he said, don't even let the people that brought you, don't tell them anything. They brought him to Jesus. And that shocked me. And if you look at what is happening these days, you know, this is sometimes, you know, this is one of the, one of the, one of the mysteries that we see when it comes to battles of life. Do you know it's possible for somebody that wants to help you to still be the same person that wants your downfall? Because if not, Jesus will have told the man and say, you know what, go and, sh go and share your testimony with those people that brought you. But Jesus warned the man. He said, don't even go back to Bethsaida and don't share your testimony. Don't go back to that town, that town where you were blind. Don't go back there. Because if you go back there, if you return there, you may lose your miracle. I pray tonight, none of us will lose our miracle in the mighty name of Jesus. So we could see from here that the miracle was gradual. It was little by little. First, the first thing Jesus Christ did was he took him out of Bethsaida. Now, why did Jesus take him out of Bethsaida? One of the reasons why Jesus Christ took that man out of Bethsaida was because as at the time this man came to Jesus, Jesus has done so many miracles in Bethsaida. So many miracles. So many miracles. He has healed the blind. He has done so many miracles. So mighty miracles. But because of these miracles, despite the fact that they were mighty, people in Bethsaida, they did not still believe in Jesus. They didn't believe in him. There was doubt in their mind. There was unbelief in their mind. And what Jesus Christ did was that Jesus Christ gave a curse upon that town of Bethsaida. He, he proclaimed a curse upon it. And that's why Jesus Christ had to take that man out because there is a curse that is operating over Bethsaida. And for Jesus to perform his miracle, he took him out of Bethsaida. I want to prophesy tonight. I don't know who you are. Maybe you have been living your life under a curse and that has been preventing the supernatural power of God from working your life. Tonight, by the power in the name of Jesus Christ, you are taken out of the umbrella of course. In the name of Jesus. I declare in the name of Jesus, every cause operating over your life that is shedding the blessing of God from coming down into your life, that is shedding the supernatural power of God from touching you. Tonight, those cause are broken in the name of Jesus. So that was why Jesus Christ took him out. Because there was a cause there was a cause on Bethsaida. And there, there is no way God will operate when a curse is over a land. There is no way God will operate when a curse is over a man. The thing that needs to be done is that it's either the curse is broken or the man is taken outside of the umbrella of the curse. And that was why Jesus Christ took him out. Now, when Jesus Christ took him out, the Bible says he spat on his face. He spat on his face. And immediately he asked the man, what do you see? 
And the man said, I saw men walking like trees. And the Bible says, immediately, Jesus touched him again. He gave him a second touch. I'm believing God that tonight, somebody will receive a second touch in the name of Jesus. Second touch that will bring a permanent solution to your problem. Second touch that will bring a total recovery of all that you have lost in the name of Jesus. So Jesus put his hand on him again and he gave him a second touch and asked him, what do you see now? And the man said, I can now see clearly. So now, uh, the reason why we want to work on this story tonight is because we are about to enter into 2021. And if you don't know, 2021 is at the corner. And what we want to do, what we want to, one of, one of the major things we want to pray upon tonight, we want to ask God to open our eyes. We want to ask for restoration of our spiritual sight so that we can begin to project into 2021. If you don't know, as far as some people are concerned, once it is 1st of December, some people, will, they, they will have to travel to some mountain, they have to travel to some retreat programs, you know, that will last for a month. And they will not leave the place until 1st of January. And that's what we want to do tonight. We want to forecast into 2021. But before we do that, we want to ask God to open our eyes to what he have in mind for us in 2020. So we want to pray for restoration of our sight. Restoration of our sight. The book of Isaiah chapter, I mean, not Isaiah, the book of Luke chapter 4, the same story, the same story I want to read is in Isaiah 61, but I prefer to read it from Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4 from verse 18 to 19. The Bible said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and what? And recovering of sight to the blind. You know, one of the, one of the major things that is contained on the resume of Jesus is to provide recovery of sight to those who are blind. Who are blind both physically and spiritually. So, and, and, and because this is very important, that is why we are also want to pray for restoration or want to pray for recovery of our spiritual sight through the touch of Jesus. Because tonight, our eyes must be opened. If we are to see what God has in mind for us in 2021, our eyes must be opened. Now, I want to give us four points and then we are going to start to pray. Four points. When it comes to seeing, and this is what we are going to be working upon tonight. When it comes to seeing, there are different ways we all see things. We see things in different ways. And I'm going to start from the lowest until when we get to the highest. The first way we see things is that we see things as ordinary men. And let me tell you this. Many people that are still seeing things as ordinary men today... Most of them, before they even get into 2021, they will have been paralyzed with fear. Because they see things as what? As ordinary men. They see things as ordinary men. And this is the lowest level. This is the lowest level you can be. When you only see things as men. When you only see things as a natural man. When you, when you, when you, when you, maybe you slept, you woke up. You dreamt some dream, 
and God was communicating divine insight into you, you know, into your life through your dream, and you woke up and you say, well, I mean, I can't even remember the dream I had. And that was the dream that God gave you, giving you information about 2021. But when you woke up, you forgot about it. It means you are seeing things as ordinary man. And that was why Samuel, when Samuel was sent into the house of Jesse, in 4 Samuel chapter 16, 4 Samuel chapter 16, when, when, when Samuel was sent to the house of Jesse, and Samuel asked all the children of Jesse to come out. Let, let me read it for us, I mean, from verse 5. <laughs> let me read from verse 5. And he said, peaceably, this was when Samuel got to the house of Jesse, you know, and he said, peaceably, I've come to sacrifice to the Lord. Sanctify yourself and come with me to the sacrifice. Then he consecrated Jesse and his son and invited them to the sacrifice. So it was when they came that he looked at Eliab and said, surely the Lord's anointed is before him. This was somewhere a prophet that the Bible confirmed that none of his word has ever fallen to the ground. The Bible said when, this, when somewhere saw Eliab, because Eliab was a giant. And if you don't forget, the first king of Israel was Saul. He was a giant. So when Samuel saw Eliab, he said, wow, this must be the person that God will use to replace Saul. This must be the person. And look at the next thing that happened. But the Lord said to Samuel immediately, do not look at his appearance or at his physical statures because I have what? I have refused him. For the Lord does not see as what? As man sees. For man look at the outward appearance, but the Lord look at the heart. I want to tell somebody tonight, maybe you are preparing to get married next year. Maybe you have been praying unto God. I need a husband. I need a husband. Are you going to look at that man with the eyes of a man or with the eyes of God? Because this is where the issue is. If, and that's why we have to make sure tonight our level change from seeing things as ordinary man. Even a prophet of God, somewhere, uh -uh, somewhere, a man that it was his mother that prayed until when God gave, gave her. It was a direct, <laughs> a direct gift from God, somewhere. But when he got to this point, he saw things as ordinary man. He saw things as ordinary man. Samuel saw things as ordinary man. I pray that tonight our eyes will be opened in the name of Jesus. I said tonight our eyes will be opened in the name of Jesus. That we shall begin to see from a different perspective in the name of Jesus. So that's the first layer. Seeing things as what? As ordinary man. And tonight we have to we have to make up our mind that we will not only see things as men again. Now let me move to the second point. How do we see? The second way we see is that we see things the way they are right now. We see things the what? The way they are right now. Many of us, the way we see things is that we only see them. The, the, the way they appear to us currently, we don't see any potential in it. We don't see any future in it. We just see it the way they are. 
right now. And that was the same way that Samuel saw Eliab. Because, Sam, because Eliab was a giant. And Samuel said, wow, this must be the king. The way, because the man looked like a giant. The way they are right now. Are you only seeing things the way they are right now? Because if, 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 if the only way you see things is the way they are, and not in the way they will be, you will be missing out. Do you know there are some people that the person they should have married, when they first met the person, they saw the man the way the man was. Maybe the man does, did not even have a job. Maybe the man was still courting with one of his friends. And they did not see any future in the man. They only saw him as a poor man. They saw him the way he was as at that time. But they didn't know that after four years, that man would have become rich. After four years, that man would have become a manager. After four years, that man would have been promoted. They didn't see it. So, so the second way we see things is that we see things the way they are right now. And that was that man that was healed by Jesus. Immediately Jesus <laughs> touched him. He said, what do you see? He said, I see men as what? As three. Walking. So that means that man, he must have seen before. Because for him to say, I, I see men as three. He, it means that he recognized trees. But <laughs> that was not the way man, God, you know, God expected him to see. So, we, we, so that's the second way we, we see things the way they are right now. Now, another way we can see things, or another way we see things is that we can also see things from the way the Word of God wants us to see it. We can also see things the way the Word of God wants us to what? To see it. Because until when we begin to see things the way the Word of God prescribed to us, Many of us will be living in fear. Many of us will be living in worry. Many of us will be living in doubt. No wonder the Bible says in the book of Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 2, the Bible says, The just and the just shall live by faith. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 38, Now the just shall live by their faith. And if any man draws back, my soul shall not have my pleasure in him. My pleasure in So what I'm saying is this, until when we begin to see things the way the word of God tells us to see it, we may be filled with fear. For example, most of the time in the Bible, when people are supposed to be afraid, the word of God will tell them, fear not. And this is, you know, they are going through situations, they are going through circumstances that can make them to panic. For example, let me show us, let me show us an example of that. In, 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 in Exodus chapter 14, when the children of Israel, when they were approaching to the Red Sea, the Bible said as they were approaching to the Red Sea, Moses told them to stand still and see the salvation of God. And the Bible says, and God told Moses, that's from Exodus chapter 14, and the Lord said unto Moses, verse 14, let me read Exodus 14, let me read from verse 13. And Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. Look at that. Do not be afraid. But they were approaching the Red Sea. And you are telling them not to be afraid. So why are you saying they should not be afraid? They should be afraid, Moses, because you are asking them to walk into the Red Sea. So, the Lord, so Moses said, do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you have seen today, you shall see them again no more. Because as at that time, the only thing that the Israelites could see 
they could see the Egyptians army running behind them. They could see the Red Sea in their front. And Moses was telling them, don't be afraid. Now, if we were to be the one, I want us to put ourselves in their situation. Are we not going to be afraid? The enemy are running behind us. They are almost getting to where we are. And there is a Red Sea in our front. And there has never been any miracle in the past about how God opened the Red Sea. Won't you be afraid? I will be afraid. But look at what Moses told them. He said, don't be afraid. So which means Moses want them to go by the word of God. And look, if, 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 if you go further, and, and verse 15. And the Lord said to Moses, why do you cry to me? <laughs> Tell the children of Israel to what? To go forward. As at that time, Moses gave the commandment to the Israelites by the word of the Lord. And look at verse 16. But lift up your rod and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go on a dry ground through the midst of the sea. Look at that. Look at that. Through the what? Through the midst of the seas. Look at verse, if you go to verse 21. Then Moses stretched out his hand. Because as at that time, Moses was now operating by the word of the Lord. By the word of the Lord. I want to tell somebody tonight that by the time we get to 2021, don't operate by the recommendation of people to you. Maybe recommendation from your best friend. Don't operate by that. Try to seek God on every matter. So that every step you take, it will be as you are directed by the Lord. Because when you walk by the word of the Lord, your Red Sea will open. And I want to declare to somebody tonight that the Red Sea that is ahead of you, that want to block you from crossing over into 2021, tonight I declare them, Open in the name of Jesus. That red sea will open for you. You will walk on a dry land in the name of Jesus. Because I'm also saying it by the word of the Lord. You will walk on a dry land. You will not be stranded behind a red sea in the name of Jesus Christ. So because Moses, as at that time, he was not operating you know, at his own, with his own word anymore. He was operating based on what God told him. God told him, tell my people to go forward. Stretch forth your rod. And Moses just did exactly what God told him. And miracle happened. I want to, I want to say to somebody again, in the month of December, you will enjoy the miracle of God. In the name of Jesus, nothing will stop you. No Red Sea will stop you. No mountain will stop you. No enemy will stop you in the name of Jesus. Look at that. Then Moses stretched forth his hand, verse 21, over the sea, and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all the night and made the sea into a dry land and the waters were divided. I pray every waters before you, they will divide tonight in the name of Jesus. So that's the third way we see things. We can see things based on the word of God. I don't want to give too many scriptures because I, I, I will soon start to pray. Then, the, the, the fourth way we can see things, we have mentioned we can see things as ordinary man with a natural eyes. We can see things the way they are currently, huh? that is the way they look, the, the current way they look, we can see things the way they, the, the, the way they appear currently. Then I also mentioned that the third way we can see things is, is that we can see things by the word of the Lord. The way the word of God prescribes us to see it. And then the third way, I mean the fourth way we can see things 
is that we can see things the way the Spirit of God sees it. The way the Spirit of God sees it. Do you know sometimes where there is no way, that might be the way, that might be the way the Spirit of God wants to take. So we can also see things the way the Holy Spirit sees it. And we are, we are, no, we are climbing higher. We are climbing higher. The way the Holy Spirit sees Do you know there are some people that you know, they, they have received offer for a job? I mean, let me even use my example. There was a time, maybe sometimes seven, seven eight years ago, I already had the job I was doing. But I got a call from a lady, a recruiter. And she told me, that there is this company, they want, they want me on board. And then she scheduled for interview. I did the interview. And while I was doing the interview, the manager that was interviewing me said, oh my God, you, you this guy, the way we see you, because they, they, at the job, they want somebody that will be at least be present there for at least one year. And the guy said, the way we, we, the way we question you, we know that you are more intelligent. And we are afraid that if we, are, if we hire you, you will not stay too long here before you get another job and you, you will check out. And I was just, I was just, uh, I was just uh, smiling. I was like, oh. But they were going to pay me more than I was currently making. And I told the guy, I said, you know what, let me, let me think about it. I will get back to you. And I went before God. And I was like, God, what do you want me to do? This is a job that will be paying me maybe more than $15, more than you know, what I was currently handing, maybe $15, $10 more. I was like, God, I need, I need to hear your voice on this. I need to hear your voice on this. And you know, you know what? When I was praying, I lost my peace. I lost my peace. I prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. Eventually, God spoke and said, you know what? Don't take that job. Because there's another better job coming ahead. And do you know what? According to the prophecy that that manager that interviewed me, the prophecy, the prophecy he gave, he didn't know that he was giving a prophecy. He said, if we hire you, we discover that you will still, you know, leave our company to, you know, to go to and work for another company. And lo and behold, just like maybe three weeks or a month after when I declined that offer, the offer that was supposed to pay me more, maybe $15 or $10 more than what I was currently making then, after I declined that order, because I was see, I was trying to see things the way the Spirit of God wanted me to see it, I got another permanent offer that was much more better, you know, that with more benefit and things like that. So we, we need to get to a point, and this is the time we have to start preparing ourselves to begin to see things the way Holy Spirit sees it. Before we, before we embark on a journey, we can pray and say, Holy Spirit, what, how do you see this journey? Before we, we, before we start that business, before we take that offer, before we submit that proposal, before we say yes to that guy that has proposed, we need to ask the Holy Spirit, how do you see this guy? Show me this guy, scan him. I want you to scan him head to toe. Who is he? Tell me about his future. Holy Spirit will speak. He's a speaking spirit. If you check the book of is it first first Timothy four or I mean first Timothy or second Timothy chapter three, the Bible said, "Now the Spirit now speaketh expressly that in the last days it's a speaking spirit, and when he speak, he speak expressly." That is second Timothy chapter three. If you read from verse one, so what I'm saying is that the Spirit of God is a speaking spirit, and he speak expressly. 
it speaks expressly. So we need to see things the way the Spirit of God sees it. Uh, that is First Timothy. Let me read First Timothy chapter four verse one. I'm sorry, First Timothy chapter four verse one. The Bible says, "Now the Spirit expressly says that in the latter times some will depart from the faith, giving it to, to, to deceiving spirit." But what the emphasis I was trying to bring up there was that the Spirit expressly says, so it's a speaking spirit. It speak expressly, without hindrance. It speak expressly. And I'm believing God that for somebody, you will begin to hear the Spirit of God expressly from tonight. In the name of Jesus, God will open your ears. You will begin to hear him expressly in the name of Jesus. And then because of our time, because I want us to go and pray, we have to, I want, I'm going to give us two more. We can also see things the way God sees them. We can also what see things the way God sees it. We see that example in First Samuel that we read earlier. The Bible says, for God does not see the way men sees. For men look at the outward appearance, but God look at the heart. Do you know, when God chose Solomon, Saul, Saul was chosen with the figure, with the outward appearance in mind. He was a giant. He was a tall guy. He was an handsome guy. But when God chose David, he looked at the heart. He looked at the heart. If you read 1 Samuel chapter 13, verse 14, 1 Samuel chapter 13, verse 14, and then if you if you read also uh at, at 1322, at 1322, there you will see God saying, I have found a man after my own heart who will fulfill all my words. So, which means God was saying that <laughs> for this man, David, I look at the heart. Before I selected him, I didn't look at his, you know, his physical figure. I look at his heart, and that's the way God sees things. That's the way God sees things. I pray God will help us in the name of Jesus. And the last way we can see things, maybe in the future I make, I may you know, make a teaching, and then we can use more scriptural examples. But just I'm trying to just summarize because I want us to go and pray. The last way we can see things is that we can see things the way they are supposed to be in the future. And that's the best way to see things. The way they were supposed to be in the future. And that is the way Jesus saw all his disciples. When Jesus selected his disciples, most of them, they were just ordinary fishermen. They were just, you know, illiterate people. But Jesus saw giants in them. Jesus saw great apostles in them. Jesus saw miracle-working God working in them. Even Judas Iscariot, as notorious as he was, Jesus still see good things in him. Or do you think Jesus Christ did not know that he was a thief when he, when he chose him? No. You know. But he was just seeing the best in him. He said, you know what? Let me give him this. Let, let me just give him a chance. Let me just give him a chance. We don't know. Maybe he may change. Let me just. And, and that is one thing about our God that we serve. The God that we serve doesn't look down on anybody. It can use anybody. According to Matthew chapter 3 verse 6, he said, I'm able to raise stones unto Abraham. I'm able to raise stones. I'm able to change stone and raise them up as children unto Abraham. So what I'm saying is that God, when it comes to cities, we need to start seeing it the way they will appear 
or the way they will appear in the future, not the way they currently look at the moment. And that was why that was one of the things Paul was talking about when Paul mentioned about his affliction in Second uh, Corinthians. Before we, we we go into prayer, Second Corinthians chapter Second uh, Corinthians chapter four. I want to read from verse 16 and then we will we'll go and pray. Therefore, we do not lose heart. I want to read 2 Corinthians chapter 4 from verse 16. Therefore, we do not lose heart. Even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day for our light affliction. When Paul was saying this, he said our light affliction. But this was a man that has been beaten by rod. This was a man that said he has fought with the beast of Ephesus. This was a man that he has fought with lions. But he, he called it light affliction. He didn't see it. He, didn't, he wasn't seeing it the way they look. Say, but our light affliction, which is but for a moment, that trouble that we are going through is not, it's not going to be a permanent one. It is just but for a moment. That was how Paul sees it. Which is but for a moment. Even though when Paul was writing this, he was still under persecution. But he, he said, I know that this is but for, for a moment. It's not going to be forever. Which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Look at that. Paul was seeing the future when he was going through the hardship of the present. And you know, if we can change our perspective tonight, that we'll, that we'll begin to see things the way that we appear in the future, I'm telling us, many of us, Worry will be soft. The prayer with worry that we are complaining. I don't know why I'm worried. I don't know why I'm, uh, my heart is troubled. I don't know why. I, uh, you know, I, I don't know why I cannot sleep. The moment we begin to see things the way they will be in the future, I'm telling us worry will be cured just like that. Just like that. Look at what Paul says again in verse 18. So while we do not look at the things which are seen, look at that. We do not focus on the things which are seen, but are the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are what? Are eternal. Are eternal. So, so Paul was saying that what, what cannot be seen, they are temporary. I mean, they are eternal. They have a weight of glory ahead. And I want to announce to somebody tonight, I don't know what you are going through. But tonight, I want you to begin to change your perspective. Begin to change the way you see things. And one of the things that God work upon is the way we see things. He worked on it several times. The way we see things, he worked on it. You know, if you, if, if you go to the book of Jeremiah chapter, Jeremiah chapter 1, Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 10, God asked Jeremiah, what do you see? You know, in Amos chapter 7 verse 8, he asked Amos, what do you see? Amos chapter 8 verse 2, the same question. What do you see? In Zechariah chapter 4 verse 2, he said, what do you see? And Zechariah chapter 5 verse 2, he said, what do you see? Because the way we see affect the way we walk. It affects our perspective. It affects everything about us. And I'm believing God that tonight, God will change the way we see. I want us to go and pray. I want us to go and pray. We are going to cry unto God. Tonight, and the first prayer we are going to pray is this. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, every veil, every veil that the devil has used to cover my mind. Cover my mind. Because for some of us, what the devil has done is to cover our mind with some satanic veil. 
And until when that veil is removed, the way we see things will not change. I want us to cry unto God and say, Father, tonight, every veil that the devil has used to cover my heart, so that I will not see things the right way as you see it. Let your fire remove it tonight. In the name of Jesus. Let's begin to pray. Let's begin to pray. Lord, remove it. Remove it. Remove it. In the name of Jesus. Let that veil be removed. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let that veil be removed. In the name of Jesus. Lord, remove that veil. Remove that veil. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, let that veil be removed. Remove that veil. Remove that veil. I want us to cry unto God. Let that veil be removed. In the mighty name of Jesus. Every veil of darkness covering my heart, covering my mind from seeing things the way the word of God wants me to see it. From seeing things the way the Spirit of God wants me to see it. From seeing things the way God sees it. From seeing things the way they will look at in the future. Father, tonight, let that veil be removed by the fire of Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. Remove that veil. Remove that veil, O God. In the name of Jesus. Let that veil be removed. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. Even Paul the Apostle. The first thing that God worked upon. When Paul the Apostle met with Jesus. The first thing that God worked upon was the way he sees things. If you don't if you remember from the story of how Paul met with Jesus in Acts chapter 9, the Bible says when Jesus shined a light on him, Paul went blind. And Jesus instructed him to go to a man that would pray for him. The name of the man is Ananias. He said, That man will pray for you. And the Bible makes us to understand that when Ananias you know, located Paul, when Ananias located Paul, the Bible says he prayed for Paul. And he laid his hand upon Paul. And the Bible says, A scale fell from his eyes. A scale fell from his eyes. A scale. A scale fell from Paul's eyes. And immediately he began to see. I pray tonight, every satanic scale that has covered our spiritual eyes, tonight they will fall off. In the name of Jesus. I said, Tonight they will fall off. Do you know the reason why many, many people that die today, maybe they were involved in an accident, they told them not to travel. They say, man, don't travel. I said, no, I have to travel. And they beg them, don't travel. Don't, why can't you just wait until tomorrow? Don't travel. And they say, no. But because they cannot see the danger ahead, they enter into danger. I pray in the name of Jesus. You will not enter into danger blindly in the mighty name of Jesus. I want us to lay our hands on our on our on our on our eyes. We are going to cry unto God because tonight your eyes will open. I said tonight your eyes will open. I want us to we are, we, I want us to first deal with this aspect before we begin to pray on the other aspect of recovery. But this is the first aspect we need to deal with because if we can deal with it right now, some of us from now to December we begin to get revelation about 2021. That is, that is the goal. We want God to open our eyes so that we can begin to have information and insight about what God intends for us in 2021. We, just do, we, we don't want to enter into 2021 blindly. Our eyes must be opened. I say our eyes must be opened in the name of Jesus. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every satanic scale, 
that has been used to cover my spiritual eyes from sin. Let that scale drop by fire in the name of Jesus. Let that scale drop now. Let it drop. I want us to begin to pray. Let's begin to pray. Let that scale drop by fire in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Pray that prayer. Lay your hands on your eyes and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every satanic scale blocking my view, blocking my spiritual sight, be removed by fire in the name of Jesus. Be removed by fire in the name of Jesus. Rakapa suta ligaba, ekete ligaba, masuta like pekedelia, rakata lakaba, yekete ligaba, masoto koto likapa sirikapa, remove that way, remove that way, remove that way, by fire, in the name of Jesus, by fire, let that way be removed, every satanic way, covering our spiritual eyes, we command in the name of Jesus, be removed by fire, in Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. The book of Acts chapter 9 verse 18. The Bible says, And immediately there fell from his eyes something like a scale, and he received his sight at once, and he arose and was baptized. I declare to somebody tonight, that scale covering your spiritual eyes, it is removed now in the name of Jesus. I command that scale to drop now in the mighty name of Jesus. That scale that the enemy has placed on your spiritual eyes, that causes confusion for you, that make you to lose direction. Tonight, I command it to drop in the name of Jesus. Receive your spiritual sight back in the name of Jesus. It is done. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to pray. We are still praying on that point. I want us to pray. The, the next prayer I want to pray is this. We want to tell Jesus to come and touch us. Jesus touched that man. And what we know, that would say he just spat on his face. He, you know, if you are, that was the same thing that God did for Miriam. If you read the book of Number chapter twelve, Number chapter twelve, when Miriam was, you know, was arrogant to Moses, and you know, the Bible says Moses reported her to God because they were complaining about the wife of Moses. They say, why did Moses marry from Ethiopia? And the Bible says God had it because they were saying Moses is not the only prophet. We can also hear God. We can also see visions and things like that. And the Bible says God had it. And God causes Miriam to what? Miriam to, to, be, le- to be a leper. Number chapter 12. Number chapter 12. Number chapter 12. Number chapter 12. If you, if you read verse, uh, verse 14. Then the Lord said to Moses, I want you to listen to me. Then the Lord said to Moses, If our father had but spit on her face, would she not be shamed seven days? Let her be shut out of the camp seven days. And afterwards, she may receive again. Look at that. God spat on Miriam's face and she became a leper. Jesus spat on that man that was a blind man and he received his sight. So what I'm saying is that when it comes to God, you know, it's not one way. He, use all, he uses different methods. But the aspect I want us to pray about is actually is in Genesis chapter 2 verse 7. We want to tell God to come and touch us. To come and touch us. There are some of us, there are things in our life that the enemy has placed in our life. 
There are things in our body that the enemy has placed there and God must remove them tonight. Anything that the, the, the wicked or household enemy has placed on us to monitor our life, God wants to remove them tonight. Because that man, the Bible said, Jesus touched him. The second touch, he touched him. He spat on his face and then he touched him. And he warned him, he said, don't go back to that town again. Why? It means that was the time where they, 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 they attacked this man with blindness. Who knows? Maybe those that brought him to Jesus, they were the ones behind this problem. Because Jesus, Jesus even warned the man, he said, don't tell anybody. Huh? What about the people? Because if I was the one, I would have asked and said, Jesus, what about uh, my friend that brought me to you? Are you saying I should not even tell him anything about this, about this miracle? To let us know that the world that we live in is a wicked world. It's a what? It's a wicked world. It's a wicked world. Let, let's go to Genesis chapter 2 verse 7. Genesis chapter 2 verse 7. We want to pray God. There are some things that God wants to remove from us tonight. And God will remove it tonight in the name of Jesus. The Bible says, Genesis chapter 2 verse 7. The Bible says, And the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground, and breathed into his nostril the breath of life, and that man became what? A living soul. That was how God formed Adam. He formed Adam from the dust of the ground, from nothing. Ordinary dust, that, you know, useless dust. But the Bible says, God breathed into his nostril. And the breath of life enter into Adam, and Adam become a living soul. Now, if you go to verse 21, Genesis 21, I mean, sorry, Genesis 2, 21, the Bible says, And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam, and he slept again. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh in its place. That's the prayer I want to pray. He took one of the ribs. <laughs> And then close it back up. That was the first surgical operation that was done. The first successful surgical operation. And Jesus, I mean, God made sure that Adam was even asleep. The same way the doctors will do it today. Praise the Lord. Now, I want us to pray. The prayer we want to pray is this. We are going to cry unto God. Because if Jesus told that man to not go back to the town, it means it, it was from the same town that uh, his problem originated from. And it also, it also means that people that brought him to Jesus, they were the one behind his problem. I want you to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, everything that the enemy has placed on me, to monitor the journey of my life. I want us to pray that prayer very well. <laughs> Anything. You no, know, some of us, I always say this. Some of us that we are in the US, some of us we are in Canada, we are all over the place. But <laughs> there could still be something that the enemy has placed on us to track our movement. All this GPS that we have on our phone, that if if, if, if you have your, your iPhone, if your iPhone gets lost, there, there is a GPS on it that can trace where the iPhone is. I want us to know that in the name of the Spirit, there are, there, are, there are things that the enemy place on people and they can see how they are working. They can monitor their progress. They can monitor their movement. They can monitor their family. They know what is going on in their life. I want you to cry unto God and say, Father, tonight, everything that has been placed on me, 
by the by the household enemy to monitor and to track my movement, to monitor and to track my life. Let that thing be removed now. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth. Open your mouth. I want you to cry unto God. That was what Jesus did to that man. He removed something from him. He placed his hand on him because there was something on that man that made him to be blind. There was something the enemy did on him from that time of Bethsaida that turned him to a blind man. I want you to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus. And why would Jesus tell him not to go back? Because he knows that if he go back, they will begin to monitor him again. If he go back, they will, they will put their affliction on him again because there is a track. There is something they used to track him. I want you to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, anything that has been placed upon me by the household enemy to track my life, to monitor my life, to monitor my family, let that thing be removed by fire in the name of Jesus. Yalika pasuda likepo, ekete likapa, masota kata likapa, ikete kete likaba, akata likepe setelia. Remove that thing by fire in the name of Jesus. Remove that thing by fire in the name of Jesus. Remove that thing by fire. Remove that thing by fire. Whatever the enemy has placed on us to track our life, to track the journey of our life, to monitor our life from household wickedness. Father, tonight, remove it by fire. In the name of Jesus, remove it by fire. In the name of Jesus, remove it by fire. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. I want us to pray that prayer again. There is, there is a woman listening to me right now. The Spirit of God is telling me that you always lose your pregnancy after eight weeks. It's because the enemy, there is something they have placed on you. They know, they know, they know the day you are pregnant. And that's why every after every eight weeks, that the pregnancy is, you know, is building up and growing, that's when, you, you know, you see blood again. It's because there is something they have placed on you to track you. Oh my goodness. <laughs> if somebody can pray that prayer tonight, God wants to go to our, our, our villages. God wants to go to a place of our bath. God wants to do something from our place of bath tonight. If you can pray that prayer, God wants to set you free. I want us to cry again and say, Father, everything that was placed on me by the wicked, by household enemy to track my life, to track do you know some people, the reason why they have not married is they, they, they put a mark on them. I've shared this testimony before of somebody I was praying with. Eventually, God, you know, God did it. She is now married now. But the, the, what the enemy did was that they put the head of a old woman, somebody who is a, a young lady, they put the head of an old woman upon her head. So that anytime a man sees her and want to propose to her, they see a old woman. And they say, ah, I can't marry an old woman. I can't marry an old woman. And she's a young, pretty lady. What I'm saying is that the enemy, this, this is a wicked world that we are living in. Household wickedness. Some people, they have been trying to do something. They have been struggling, they have been struggling, they have been striving to do it. And each time, each time they want to do that thing, there is a dream that they will have. Once, once they have that dream, there's, there's nothing they do after that dream that will succeed. Do you think it is ordinary? It is because there is something the enemy has placed on people like that to track them. They know the day they will go for interview. A day before that day, they will, they will dream that dream again. 
there's something they will see in their dream. And once they see it, that interview is a failure. I want you to cry unto God. I don't know if I'm talking to you tonight. You are going to open your mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, whatever was placed on me to track my journey, to track my destiny, tonight let your fire remove it. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth, cry unto God. God wants to remove that spiritual GPS. God wants to remove that spiritual GPS that the enemy has placed on you. Le kapato sata yadagaba makota liagaba gadaelia ekete ketelia makota liagaba gadaelia masuda gada gadaelia gasidia. Lord, remove it tonight in the name of Jesus. Remove it, remove it, remove it, remove it. That tracking system that was placed on us, but by the household wickedness to track our destiny. To track our life. Father, tonight, let that thing be removed. By the fire of Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. I want us to pray. We are still praying. We want to pray that God will use blindness to fight against our enemies. God will use blindness. <laughs> Do you know when, 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 the, when the angels of God were sent by God to go to Sodom? When God was about to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, the Bible makes us to understand that the men of Sodom and Gomorrah, they wanted to have sex with the angels. And if, you know, if, uh, as we all know, we are students of the Bibles, angels are beautiful. They are beautiful. They are, you know, they are very beautiful. They are handsome. And angels, they came in, you know, with, the, with the appearance of a man, not as a woman, they came with the appearance of a man. But the men of Sodom, when they saw these men, and I'm, I'm referring to the angels, when they saw them with lots, the Bible said they, they told Lot, they said, open your door and bring out this man so that we can know them. And look at, if you go to Genesis 19 verse 11, Genesis 19 verse 11, the Bible says, And they smote the men that were at the door of the house with what? With blindness, both small and great, so that they wearied themselves to find the door. They smote them with blindness. They smote them with blindness. Do you know that, that is how some, some powers, that is how some powers come to oppress some people in their dreams. They want just the same way the men of Sodom, they wanted to open the door to get into the house of Lot. That is the same way they want to open the door of some of us in our dream to molest us. That's the way the demons, they come, they rush and they want to press some people down. They want to hijack them. They want to, they want to, they want to, they want to, you know, you know, spit on them and do stuff on them. The same way. But thank God that those angels, they use blindness to fight against them. I pray that power coming to you in your dream, the Lord will blindfold that power in the name of Jesus. I said the Lord will blindfold that power in the name of Jesus. I want you to cry. We are, we are, we are going deeper now. I want you to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every demonic spirit <laughs> coming to trouble me in my dream, Every demonic spirit that always come to attack me in my dream. Tonight, let them be blindfolded. 
Blindfold them, oh God. In the name of Jesus. I want you to begin to pray that prayer. Begin, that, begin to pray that prayer. Tell God to blindfold them. Every power that comes to you in your dream to molest you, to press you down, to attack you, tell God to blindfold them. This was what God did to those men of Sodom that wanted to molest the angel. The angel of God blindfolded them. I want you to crown to God and say, Father, tonight, let them be blindfolded. Let them be blindfolded. In the name of Jesus, blindfold them, O God. Blindfold them, O God. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. I pray tonight the Lord will blindfold them. Every power that wants to arrest you, that wants to arrest you or that wants to arrest you in your dream, the Lord will blindfold them. In the name of Jesus. The same thing happened in 2 Kings chapter 6. 2 Kings chapter 6 verse 18. The Bible says there were some men that were sent to go and arrest Elisha. Look at what happened. When they came to arrest Elisha. And when they came down to him. 2 Kings 6 verse 18. Elisha prayed unto the Lord. I want you to listen to me carefully. And said, smite these people I pray thee. With what? With blindness. This is one of the weapons we have as Christians. And we have to use it tonight. Because there are some powers that God needs to blindfold before we enter into 2021. If God don't blindfold them, they will still be tracking you. If God doesn't blindfold them, they will still be monitoring your destiny. And that's why they must be blindfolded tonight. And that was what Elisha did. He said, I prayed you, O God, strike them with blindness. And look at what happened. And he smote them with blindness according to the word of Elisha. I want to pray to, for somebody to, tonight. According to your word of prayers tonight, the Lord will blindfold your enemies. In the name of Jesus. I want us to pray the next prayer point. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every power monitoring my future. Every power what? Monitoring my future. We are getting deeper now. Please, this is the time you should not sleep. This, if, you are, if you feel like you are sleeping, you need to get up. If you are laying on your bed, you need to get up now. <laughs> this is the time we need to be serious. You are going to cry unto God. Because 2021 must be different. It must be different. It must be different. Things must take a new shape. I want you to cry unto God. And say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every power monitoring my future. Let them be blindfolded tonight. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, blindfold them tonight. Let them be blindfolded. Let them be blindfolded. In the name of Jesus. Let them be blindfolded. In the name of every power monitoring my future. I want you to open your mouth. Please open your mouth. That brother, open your mouth. That sister, please open your mouth. The power monitoring your future. Tonight, thank God to blindfold them. In the name of Jesus. Let their network be disconnected. In the name of Jesus. The network the enemy are using to monitor my future. To monitor the future of my family. Let their network be disconnected. In the name of Jesus. Blindfold them, O God. Blindfold them, O God. Let them be blindfolded. In the name of Jesus, blindfold my enemy tonight. In the name of Jesus, that household enemy monitoring my journey of the future. Tonight, let that enemy be blindfolded. In the name of Jesus, 
Close their eyes. Let them not see my future again. Let them not see my future again. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. I declare tonight, the Lord will blindfold them. Every power trying to see your blessing before you see it. <laughs> Every power that see your glory before you see it. Every power that see that victory before you see it. And they claim it before you claim it. Tonight, they are blindfolded in the name of Jesus. The Lord will blindfold them in the mighty name of Jesus. Every tracking system they have placed on you to track your movement, to track your family. I pray that tracking system catch fire now in the name of Jesus. You are delivered. I said you are delivered. You are free in the name of Jesus. It is done in Jesus' mighty name. We are prayed. I want us to pray. We want, we want to enter into a, a new aspect of our prayer. And the, the prayer we want to pray now, we focus on the future. We want to tell God to open our eyes to the deeper things of 2021. There are deeper things. And that's why, you know, <laughs> I know it is very, very important. That's why the Spirit of God has inspired me that we should go in, the, in this direction. Because this is something I would have waited to do maybe in December. Maybe by the time we are going to be doing a program like this in December, maybe I could have waited. But God doesn't want us to wait because it could be too late at a, if you wait. Before we pray this type of prayer, if we wait till December, it might be too late for some of us. Because God will begin to speak. And I want to advise us that we should get a journal. We should get a notebook to write, to begin to write our dreams. To begin, because God will begin to communicate to some of us and we need to be able to track them. Let's begin to write our dreams. Let's, you know, if you have any supernatural dream, make sure you write the date. Make sure you write it down, what you see. If there's something you need to pray about, pray about it. If there's something that you need to cancel, cancel it. Because our life, we, our, our life must be in order. In 2021, the book of First Corinthians chapter two, First Corinthians chapter two. I want to read verse nine. The Bible says, "But as it is written, eyes has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love Him." But verse ten, but God has revealed them to us. Look at that. True is spirit, for the spirit searches all things. Yea, the deep things of God. I love that. That said, the spirit searches all things. Yea, the deep things of God. There are deepness in God. That as ordinary man, as a natural man, we cannot see it. As I explained to us before. If, if, we, if we only see things as a natural man, there are some things that we will never see. But once we begin to see things at a higher level, the Spirit of God will begin to open our eyes to the deep things of God. There are deepness in God. And it can only take the Holy Spirit of God to open our eyes to begin to see it. And let me tell us this, until when we begin to see some deeper things about our future, some of us will not live a serious life. The reason why many people are living a careless life is because they have not really seen the future that God has for them. 
the moment you begin to see the kind of future, the glorious future, the, the beautiful future, although you may look like somebody with nobody today, although you may look like you don't even have a job now, although you may look like somebody that people are looking under, but there is a glorious future ahead of you. That was what Moses saw that made Moses to say, you know what, I will prefer to denounce my citizenship as an Egyptian to go and become a slave somewhere else. He saw that glorious future. He saw it. He didn't allow the sweetness, the, the goody goodies in Egypt to block his view. He saw it. He saw it. He said, no, I'm not going to become the next Pharaoh. Because that was the plan. That was the plan. The, the daughter of Pharaoh didn't have any child. Moses was her only son, her only son adopted, adopted son. And the plan was that when Pharaoh died, Moses would take over. But Moses said no. He left Egypt to become a slave in Midian. I want us to pray. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, the deeper things, all the deep things you have for me in 2021, Open my eyes. You know, one thing about God is that there is no prayer we pray that he will not answer. And this is one of the prayers that God answers. Prayer for God. He said, the word of God said it. He said, the spirit of God in us can open our eyes to the deeper things of God. And we want to tell God tonight to open our eyes to the deeper things of 2021. There are some things that God will be, there are some information that God will begin to download upon you tonight. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you this. There are some things that God will begin to download upon you tonight that by the time you begin to take documentary of them, you will discover that your, your, your 2021 is, 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 is going to be a brighter year. It's going to be a glorious year. No matter what is going on, no matter the pandemic or no pandemic, you know, there, there, are, there are things that God has for us in the future. And it is better we see it before the enemy sees it and hijack it. And that is where the problem is. Many of our blessings, just like we are praying for recovery, many of our blessings, the reason why we lose it and we, we are not even aware of it is because before we even saw them, the enemy sees it and they hijack it. The enemy sees it and hijack it from us. I want us to pray. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, the deeper things of 2021, Lord, open my eyes unto it. In the name of Jesus, open my eyes, open my eyes into the deeper things. Deeper things you have for me in 2021. Open my eyes. I want us to pray that prayer. Let's pray that prayer. Let's pray that prayer. With a louder voice and say, Father, open my eyes to the deeper things you have for me in 2021. Let my eyes be open unto it. In the name of Jesus, open my eyes unto it, O God, into the deeper things you have for my family in 2021. Into the deeper things you have for my life in 2021. Lord, open my eyes to it. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. <laughs> Do you know, do you know maybe, maybe among, among some of us on the prayer line, maybe if God shows you that 2021 is the year you are going to move to your, to your own house, maybe you will have prayed this prayer, you know, you, you have prayed more seriously. Maybe for once, somebody who is waiting on God, and God told you, or God revealed to you in your dream, that 2021, you are going to have a twin. Ah, and you receive the dream, 
and the spirit of God confirm it. Uh -uh. I'm telling you, you will not, you will not live a careless life again. You will live a careful life, and you will be living with expectations. Expectation, your expectation will go high, and that is why we are praying this prayer. I want us to understand these are deeper things we need to pray about because when God begins to show them unto us, we can begin to now take it to God in prayer one by one as God is revealing them. I say, God, one by one, God can tell you what will happen in May of 2021, God can tell you what will happen in, Ju in July of 2021, and once you already have it documented. Once you are approaching July, if that thing has not happened, you can go and remind God and say, God, you told me last year that this is what I should be expecting in July. What is going on? And then God can tell you, okay, I've, I've done it. Just give me one more, give me a few more weeks and you will receive it. No, that is how to operate as Christians. Not, not that we are just going to be living our life like a blind, man, a blind beggar that doesn't know where he's going. Our, our life can be in order. We can begin to live a life of vision from now on. If only God can open our eyes. If only God can restore our spiritual sight. I want us to pray that prayer one more time before we pray the next prayer point. You are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, the deeper things you have for me in 2021, the agenda you have for me, the purpose you have for me, the book of Jeremiah 29 verse 11, the Bible says, for I know the things that I think towards you, said the Lord, the thought of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. I want you to cry unto God and say, Father, that expected end, that glorious future, that plan, that purpose you have for me in 2021. Open my eyes. Let me begin to see them. Let them begin to appear to me in my dream. In the name of Jesus. When I sleep, let them begin to appear to me. When I'm sitting down, let them begin to appear to me. Let me begin to see it in visions. Let me begin to see it in trances. In the name of Jesus. Open my eyes. Open my eyes. Open my eyes. I want you to pray that prayer. Pray that prayer. Makuda lagaba. Yeli kapa. Akatalia pakunda eketeligaba. Masoto likapa. Open our eyes, oh God. To the deeper things of 2021. Things you want us to do. Where places you want us to go. People you want us to meet. Father, open our eyes. In the name of Jesus. Your mission for us in 2021. Your purpose and plans. Lord, open our eyes to see it. In Jesus' mighty name. We are prayed. I, I, I saw something the other time. Before I forget, I don't want to forget so that I can share it with us. I, I saw a, some brand new cars. Some brand new cars, they were being parked in a car lot. There are so many. And they are just brand new. Brand new. Brand new. And the Spirit of God was telling me that as we are preparing to enter into 2021, God wants to give us speed. Because some of us will be riding, will be cruising, you know, with brand new cars. I'm talking about spiritual cars. The, the, the car that are working at the speed, at the speed God wants us to operate. And that's what God wants want to do for us. That's what God wants to do for us. I want us to pray. We are going to pray the next prayer. We will soon finish. I, I'm not, I don't want to keep us for too long tonight. Because I'm telling us, for some of us, by the time we go to bed tonight, we'll begin to see things. I said we'll begin to see things, deeper things, deeper revelations about what God intends for us to do. In 2021, in the name of Jesus, our eyes will be open unto it. 
I see our eyes will be open to it and we shall enjoy it in the name of Jesus. I want us to pray. We have just two more prayer points to pray. Two more prayer points. Two more prayer points. We are going to cry unto God. The, the next prayer point I want to pray is this. We are going to cry unto God and say, and say, and say Father, every of my blessing, every of my blessing that is still delayed in this year, let them be released by fire. In the mighty name of Jesus. Every of my blessings, every of my blessings that are still delayed in 2020. Lord, release them by fire. In the name of Jesus. Release my blessing by fire. Release them by fire. Release them by fire. Release them by fire. In the name of Jesus. Every of my breakthrough. I want us to pray that prayer. Every of my breakthrough that are still delayed in this year. Let them be released by fire. In the name of Jesus. Release them by fire. Release them by fire. Open your mouth. Use your mouth to unlock your blessing. Use your mouth to unlock your victory. Use your mouth to unlock that good thing that the enemy has delayed. In the name of Jesus. Let them be released. Let them be released. Let that key be released. Let that house be released. Let that business be released. Let that job be released. In the name of Jesus, Makuda Likapa, Ekete Rubaa, Aikoba Sidikapa, every of our blessings that are still delayed in the, in the year 2020. Father, let them be released by the fire of Holy Ghost. Let them be released in the name of Jesus. Let them be released in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. I want us to pray. We have just one more prayer point, and then we are going to ask for Holy Spirit power. The last paper I want to pray is this. We want to deal with what I call causes. Causes. <laughs> Do you know the man that Jesus healed? Jesus told him not to return back to the town. To the town. And if you remember, there was another man that Jesus healed. The, 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 the man that was possessed with demonic spirit in Mark chapter 5. After Jesus healed that man, Jesus told him, he said, go back to your family and go and share your testimony with them. But in the case of this man, Jesus said, don't go back home. Don't go back home. Do you know what finished the destiny of some people is that they travel at the wrong time. They travel back home at the wrong time. And that was what truncated their destiny. Jesus told that man, he said, don't go back to your town. Go, don't return to your town and don't share this testimony with anybody. Because if you share it with anybody, it's dangerous. It's dangerous. It's dangerous for you. And also, it's also dangerous for Jesus too. So don't share it. Just go. Change your location. Don't go back to where the problem will come. Because there was a cause that was already on that city of Bethsaida. You know, if you, for you to understand what I'm talking about, it's in, Ma, it's in Matthew, Matthew chapter, Matthew chapter 11, from verse 21 to 24. Matthew chapter 11. That was where Jesus proclaimed a curse upon the city of Bethsaida. He said, "Oh Bethsaida, with all the miracles that were done in you, you still not, you still did not believe in your in your Savior." And he placed a curse on them. He said, all the miracles that were done in Bethsaida, in Capernaum, he said, if they were done in Sodom and Gomorrah, he said, they would have believed and they would have been saved from the wrath of God. So, but with all these miracles that was done, 
that town did not believe and a curse was placed on them. I want us to pray because from what we saw, Jesus did not pray for that man while still in a cursed city. He moved him outside of the cursed city before he placed his hand on him and gave him a second touch. I want us to cry unto God. And this is going to be our second touch prayer. Our second touch prayer. Because there are some things that God will not do in our life if there are still some causes operating over our life. There are some things that we will not recover just like that man, he would have been blind forever. He would have lost his sight forever because he was still living in a cost town, in a cost city. He was still living under a cost. I want us to place our hand on our head. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every cost that is preventing me from enjoying my total recovery, total recovery, some from recovery, some things will not be recovered until when some causes are broken. That's the truth. Some people they will continue to pray, but their heavens will be closed because they are under a curse. They are under a curse. Their family is cursed. Their city is cursed. Wherever they came from, they have been cursed. So we are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every curse that is still operating over my life that can prevent my total recovery. Father, tonight, by the power of the blood, let that cause be broken tonight. In the name of Jesus, break that cause. Break that cause. I want us to open our mouth. I want us to open our mouth and say, Father, break that cause. In the name of Jesus. Yala kapa, tokota likapa, masuta likapa, ekete likapa, sulikapa. Let that cause be broken. In the name of Jesus, let that cause be broken. In the name of Jesus, let that cause be broken. In the name of Jesus, let that cause be broken. Every cause that can hinder our second touch. Every cause that can hinder our second touch. Lord, break that cause. Break that cause. By the power of the blood, we command that cause to be broken. Over our life, over our children, over our spouse. In the name of Jesus, let that cause be broken. Yala kapa tu sebe. Ekete likapa. Masuta likapa. Let that cause be broken. In the name of Jesus, take us out from a cost family. Take us out from a cost city. Take us out from a cost location. In the name of Jesus, break that cause. Break that cause. By the power of the blood, I break the cause over my family. I break the cause over my children. I break the cause over my spouse. In the name of Jesus, every cause preventing total recovery. Total recovery of my ministry. Total recovery of my business. Total recovery of my sight. Total recovery of my, of my blessing. Father, tonight, let that cause be broken. By the power of the blood, in the name of Jesus. Break that cause. Break that cause. In the name of Jesus. Take us out from every cost city. From every cost town. From every cost location. Take us out. In the name of Jesus. Release your blessing upon us. Release your blessing upon us. Let every cause be broken. In Jesus mighty name. We have prayed. In Jesus mighty name. We have prayed. I pray in the name of Jesus. Every cause. Preventing our total recovery. Tonight, I declare in the name of Jesus, they are broken. In the mighty name of Jesus. By the power in the blood. 
Those causes are broken tonight. In the name of Jesus, let that cause be broken. Makota likapa. That cause that has been limiting our destiny. Let it be broken tonight. In the name of Jesus. The cause affecting marriage. The cause affecting fruitfulness. The cause affecting ministry. The cause affecting children. The cause affecting our life. Tonight, let them be broken. In the name of Jesus. Break that cause tonight. Break that cause tonight. By the power of your blood, Jesus. Break that cause over our life. In the name of Jesus. Let your blessing be released upon us. We are blessed in the name of Jesus. I said we are blessed in the name of Jesus. Masokata likapa. We are blessed in the name of Jesus. Lord, every one of us, let us be empowered to succeed. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. That cause is broken. I said that cause is broken. <laughs> you will begin to enjoy total recovery. In every area of your life, in the name of Jesus. I want us to pray the last prayer. The last prayer we want to pray is, we want to pray for power. When Jesus placed his hand upon that man, power was released upon him. And I'm believing God that tonight, God, we empower somebody in the name of Jesus. I said, God, we empower you tonight in the name of Jesus. Power to walk over every limitation. Power of God that will give you a new sight. That will give you a new vision. A new vision for 2021. That power is coming upon you right now. In the name of Jesus. I want you to cry out to God. And say, Father, tonight, let me be empowered for 2021. Empower me for the journey of 2021. I know some of us may be saying, why, why, why are we praying for 2021? We are still in 2020. But if you want to end, if you want to embark on the journey on time, if you want to begin to operate in the journey on time, this is the best time you need to open your mouth. This is the best time you need to cry unto God and say, Father, tonight, let me be empowered for the journey ahead of me. Empower me, O God, in the name of Jesus. Empower me, O God, Lord, every one of us, let us be empowered. Empower our children. Empower our spouse for the journey ahead. In the name of Jesus. Power that cannot be stopped. Power that cannot be truncated. Power that cannot be delayed. Father, let that power come upon us. In the name of Jesus. Lord, empower us tonight. Power over household wickedness. Power over our sword enemy. Lord, empower us tonight. Let us cry for power. Let us cry for power. Let us cry for power. What we need is power. Power to walk over witches. Power to walk over the enemies. Power to possess our possession. In the name of Jesus. Lord, empower me. Ikapakata likaba. Masete likaba. Lord, empower us, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Every one of us on this prayer line, let us be empowered in the name of Jesus. Power to overcome untimely death. Power to overcome every evil conspiracy from the kingdom of darkness. Power to overcome all the enemies of success. Power to overcome the enemies of our progress. Let that power be released upon us. In the name of Jesus. I want us to cry. Cry unto God. Cry unto God for power. If God can empower you tonight, your journey will be easy. If God can empower you tonight, things will be easy for you. I want you to cry unto God and say, Father, 
Father, empower me tonight. In the name of Jesus, I receive the strength to walk into my miracle. I receive the strength to walk into my breakthrough. I receive the strength to walk into my vision in 2021. In the name of Jesus, no power will stop me. No enemy will stop me. No devil will stop me. In the name of Jesus, my if you can speak in tongue, open your mouth, charge yourself, speak in tongue, because God is empowering you. God is imparting gifts into us right now. Spiritual gifts have been imparted. Ekete likaba, masoto kota ligaba, ekete rubagada ligaba, masonta likepesente ligaba, ikata kapakada. Lord, empower us tonight. In the name of Jesus, empower us, O God. Eliabagada zuda, eliabagada alia, eliabagada gadaulia. Let us be empowered in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Almighty Father, we thank you because you have answered our prayer tonight. Lord, we give you praise and we give you honor. We thank you for your direction throughout the time of this prayer. We thank you for your strength. Some of us, we, have, we, are, we, are, we, are, we, are, we are still fasting. Some of us broke our fast, but some of us, we, have, we, are, we are still fasting. And you gave us the, the strength to, to, to be able to carry on up to now. Father, we say be glorified in the name of Jesus. Lord, tonight, let there be a recovery of our sight in the name of Jesus. Let there be a recovery of our sight in the name of Jesus. Our spiritual sight that has been stolen tonight, let it be recovered in the name of Jesus. Every scale covering our spiritual eyes. From sin into the deeper things of God. Tonight, let them drop by fire. In the name of Jesus. Let them drop by fire. In the name of Jesus. Let them drop by fire. In the name of Jesus. Let them drop by fire. In the name of Jesus. Let them drop by fire. Satanic scales. Drop by fire. In the name of Jesus. Every veil that the enemy has used to cover our mind. To block our mind from seeing the things of God. To block our mind from seeing things the way God sees it. Tonight, let us very be removed. In the name of Jesus, open our eyes, O God, into deeper things of 2021. In the mighty name of Jesus, I declare in the name of Jesus, no power will stop us. No enemy will stop us. Even curses are broken right now. In the name of Jesus, every limitations that cause has brought upon us let those limitations be removed by the power of your blood. Tonight, in the name of Jesus, we shall go from strength to strength. We shall go from glory to glory. Nothing will stop us. No enemy will stop us. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you because of answer our prayer. Lord, we give you praise and we give you honor. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let somebody shout hallelujah. I want to say happy new year to somebody. Somebody be like, what is going on here? Yeah, yes, we have already moved. We have already moved. Happy new year to somebody on the prayer line. Happy new year. Because you have already crossed over. I don't know about you, but I'm already on the ground of 2021. <laughs> I have crossed over tonight. I've crossed over with my family. 
I've crossed over into greatness. I want you to prophesy that to yourself. I have crossed over into my greatness. I've crossed over into my purpose. I've crossed over into a new level. In the name of Jesus. 2021 is going to be a glorious year. Oh my goodness. 2021 is going to be a glorious year. And as a part of preparation to that, although I discovered this with my family, as we all know, this is a family prayer, but I discussed this with my family yesterday. Uh, starting from 1st of December, 1st of December, what we are going to be doing is we are going to be praying for 2021. But this, the way we are going to do it is this. For This is not compulsory. If you know, but it's it's only for those who want to you know who want to join us to do it. Uh, so the way we are going to do it is this: we are going to fast. You can, if you if you have the strength, you can fast to six, you know, to till six o'clock in the evening. You can fast to twelve. You can fast to three. You know, as as you have the strength to do it. So we are going to fast for twelve days, starting from first of December. And what we are going to be praying, what, what we are going to be doing is that we are going to be praying for each month in the year 2021. So, for, for example, when we start on the 1st of December, we are going to be praying on January of 2021. Then when we get to 2nd of December, we'll be praying for February, on and on and on, until when we get to the 12th of December, when we are going to be praying for the December of 2021. I don't know how you will miss your blessing in 2021. I don't know what enemy can do. I don't know what enemy want to go ahead because we are already going ahead. Even before the enemy go ahead, we are what? We want to go ahead. We want to make sure we, we put a roadblock <laughs> before they see anything, before they cross over. We have already what? We have already crossed over. So that is what we want to do by the grace of God. Starting from December 1st, we are going to start the fasting and what we are going to be doing is we are, it, 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 nothing will change uh, I, I will be uh, sending prayer and for those that can join the prayer line you know in the morning we are going to be having prayer line you know in the morning by 6 a.m uh, just uh, from 1st of December to uh, 12th of December every morning even Sunday included but if you are going to your church please make sure you go to your church if you don't want to join if that will interrupt your service with your church but that is what we are going to do we are going to do it 6 a.m. throughout and what we are going to be praying is we want to commit each of the months and I'm believing God that it's going to be a prophetic time too you know that God will speak to us about each of the months. God will begin to download informations about each of the months, his plan, his purpose, whatever he wants us to do, even if there's anything coming up. Do you know the reason why the COVID-19, the reason why many prophets miss it is because many people didn't pray. They didn't pray. And that's why we don't want to, we don't want to walk like a blind beggar in 2021. We want to walk. With our eyes seen sharply. And I'm praying that God will help us in the name of Jesus. So please book that on your calendar. I will still be sending the prayer, you know, like uh, I always do in the morning as God help me. But if you have the grace to join, you, you know, 6 a.m., we are going to be praying for 20 minutes. I'll make sure we don't, you know, we don't uh, take too much of time so that people can, who want to go to work will not go to work late. I pray God will help us in the name of Jesus. Let's share the grace in fellowship as we round up tonight. And before we before I, before we before we share the grace, 
we are going to be meeting again on Sunday, 7 p.m. on Sunday. Please don't forget. And I want to encourage us to begin to share, you know, and invite people. And one of the reasons why I've been sending the, the morning prayer to some of us, I don't know if all of us get the, the morning prayer, but one of the reasons why I've been sharing that with us is that I want us to share it with others as well. Don't just listen to it and say, oh, I'm blessed, and just, you know, and just enjoy the blessing like that. You know, once you receive it, after you listen to it, you can text it to at least 20 people on your, on your, on your, on your phone. People who are your friends, you can also send it to them. That is the reason why you know, I've been taking my time to send it every morning. I pray God will help us in the name of Jesus. So when you get it, after you listen, you should, you know, forward it to friends, forward it to 15 people, forward it to 20 people. You know, let them also pray. Because when we pray like that, we are on fire all week. And I pray God will help us in the name of Jesus. Because in 2021, our life must be better. And nobody will be dropped behind. All of us, we must be successful together. All of us, we are going to hold ourselves like this until when we enter into our greatness. In the name of Jesus Christ. Let's share the grace together. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Let somebody shout hallelujah. If you know that tonight God has recovered all that you have lost, Shout hallelujah! If you know that 2021, you are already in it. Already in 2021, shout hallelujah! God bless you. Enjoy the rest of the night.